What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. Here we go. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. I'm Taylor. So, for those of you tuning in for the first time ever, this is Terminal Transmissions, a little pop culture talk show. We like to talk about video games, TV shows, movies, <laughs> science and technology. I'm being animated right now. Y'all can't see it. Uh, but, you know, we're nerds and we like to talk about nerdy stuff and it's a lot of fun. So, today is our 61st episode um, hey, congratulations yeah, yeah. Us. We're really killing the game, I feel. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about a new Netflix series about zombies called The Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, it stars Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about a scientist named Baroque Koshnevitz who wants to 3D print houses on the moon and Mars. Uh, we're going to talk about the Call of Cthulhu video game, which looks actually pretty tight. And then, of course, we're going to talk about motherfucking Star Wars Episode Eight: <laughs> The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, there was a trailer released a few days ago called The Santa Clarita Diet. I had never heard of this. Apparently, Danny had, which is no surprise to me. Nope. Yeah, keep up with the Netflix shows more than anything else, honestly. <laughs> Watch um, Voltron. It, you know, the headline had, like, Drew Barrymore has, like, an alternative diet or some bullshit like that. And I was just like, oh, shit. Drew Barrymore is about to be in Netflix. There you go. I'm yep. about Say it. Say I won't. And then I found out that Timothy Oliphant is starring in that show as well so i'm i'm pretty much there the story is basically their like classic suburban family in like a stepfordy looking place and somehow it, the trailer doesn't really explain but somehow drew barrymore becomes like a zombie and she's just fully functional she's not like ta- typical zombie um she's living her life being married being a mom going to work jogging and just feeding on human blood yeah. and parts. Yeah, we've seen this trope a couple of times. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Eye Zombie, mm-hmm. American Werewolf in London. None um, of them are ever really pretty, though. I've noticed that. Eye Zombie? She's not very pretty. I mean, but I mean she's, she's prettier cute, than like a, but a, she like doesn't, a normal zombie. She's definitely not tan, which Drew Barrymore is like weirdly tan. Right. She just eats brains. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool, though. It looks funny. Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore are both great. Uh, and I think it's great that they're coming to Netflix. And I'm always for, like, kind of an alternative telling of overdone stories like zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I, I like... Like like we just talked about it, it is it is becoming a little bit more prevalent. It's still not super super common, but I mean zombies are. But this is this is an all all you know alternative form of the trope, yeah. and and it's cool. I like it. I it's interesting to see a different take on it. So for me, uh, I mean obviously I'm in love with Netflix TV series. Mm-hmm. They fucking kill the game. They have like two bad series ever. Yeah. Um, I, horror comedy is like my favorite genre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. So I'm ready to go. Yeah, like already, it has like I'm a zombie land feel to it, kind yeah, of. For sure. And for I sure. am super about that because yeah. Zombie Land is one of my favorite zombie movies. With um, less Woody Harrelson, though. Yes. <laughs> so I'm pretty pumped about this. It looks yeah. really awesome. Looks funny. And yeah. It looks very funny. If Netflix series, most of the time, Netflix does us proud. If Netflix series thus far any indication, Thank it'll you. probably be great. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. So it'll probably be really great. Thank <laughs> you.
Okay, so in science, we're going to talk about 3D printing, but on a completely different scale than we've ever talked about before. And since hell yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'd never even seen anything like this until today, which is which is cool. It's kind of old news a little bit. The article that I found was actually from August, so quite a quite a bit ago, but. It's still cool. Yeah, we somehow passed over this one like eight times. Yeah, somehow. I, I'm 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 really not sure how it happened because science is usually the hardest topic for me to find something that I really, really want to talk about. And this one, as soon as I read it, I was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> you have been pretty uh, into 3D printing as of late. It, it's so. true. I, I'm really wanting to get into 3D printing as a hobby. I mean, honestly, 3D printing is probably his second most talked about science topic it's, after watches. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, think about if I can 3D print a watch. Uh, that's that you thing we can, talked about yeah. like two oh, yeah, episodes ago. Yeah, 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 I forgot. <laughs> so this is, again, this is uh, this is a lot larger than anything that I'd ever seen. I didn't know that this was even possible. And uh, they, apparently this doctor, Dr. Baroque Koshinevis, he's been working on this for more than a decade. And also, the thing that is most exciting for me about this, uh, when I was reading the article, is that this dude is not like a scrub. Right. Like, sometimes you do read, you read like futuristic tech articles and it's just like some dude and it's like okay i don't i don't know if i trust this guy yeah, this to be guy's to... like james science man yeah <laughs> this this guy is a doctor he holds doctorates in engineering like different fields of engineering and he teaches and researches for usc university of southern california which so yeah so he's got the cred yeah and he's working with nasa on this product this this project if you will uh, that he hopes he'll have available within the next two years for, for purchase. Anyway, basically what it is is just a gigantic robotic 3D printer. And it uses concrete, which it can make on site to... Jeez. Yeah. It's like the best thing ever to uh, make houses. Yep. And so they're talking about doing this for both Earth and then potentially on, on the moon. And then the moon would be basically the test. And if they can do it on the moon, they're going to go do it on Mars. Whoa. So this might just change. Yeah, this might just be like the way. So basically what it is is, again, it's like a 3D printer that uses concrete to just build like houses out of, out of concrete that uh, are pre, pre-built to already be ready for electricity, plumbing, and air conditioning. So it's already ready. It's just ready to go. And it can just uh, make these things. And then you just have to go plug all the components in. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, they call it uh, contour crafting, and it looks really cool. They have some like proof of concept vids up. The guy has a really cool website, and uh, it looks awesome. And it, and this probably is just going to be the way. But, but doesn't he legit just have like baroquekoshnevis dot com? Yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure. I, it's I think literally <laughs> just his name. I, I, yeah. Uh, but, Everybody, come see how cool I am. Yeah. It's like bjpen dot com. <laughs> but uh, it's really neat because it was talking about like I I was first drawn to it because it said the moon. And right. I was like, oh, shit, cool. But it, I didn't even think about like that this can also just be used to make houses anywhere. And yep. so it was specifically talking about like being able to just run in and make houses in like slums, poor areas, but also like disaster zones, places that have like had tornadic activity and like hurricanes and earthquakes and just like flying in and being able to make houses. How much does it cost to make a house via a 3d printer so they didn't have the actual like Figs. yeah the the but they said that it's it's tremendously cheaper because you don't need construction workers right they just make the concrete there right you don't you know, yeah you don't need supplies you would just effectively be like renting this machine to come to your site and do it for you 
Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it seems incredible. Also, I didn't know this. Uh, this is so viable for the moon and Mars, for space in general, because for us to have to ship the supplies from the Earth to space... It costs about a hundred thousand dollars a pound. Oh my gosh! So basically, this is the only way, right? Because we're not going to be able to, unless we just fly to space and go like mine asteroids, which we are about to start doing. So I mean, there is that, but yeah, we're going to have to find uh, equipment and um, supplies in well, space. Now all we have to send up is this giant three D printer and some fucking paste. Right. Yep. Spend and your dollars on the printer. Yeah. And it, it just does it. But yeah, it seems really cool. Go check the videos out. It, it's really neat. And uh, I, I can't wait. But yeah, just, I mean, again, for people that have been like in disaster zones, yeah. and, like war-torn areas, uh, you know, wrecked by earthquakes and what have you. And it's just like, oh, we can just build you a house. So it says that it can build a 2,000 square foot house in 24 hours. Less oh than 24 hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's so it incredible. Just, yeah. So it just rolls up and just goes. And it's just like, okay, I'm scooping up earth and turning it in concrete and just slapping, slapping these things down. Yeah. So cool. really all you have to send is the paste that, cause they're literally just making it out of red dirt. Mm-hmm. They're just scooping up red dirt off Mars, putting some glue in it and then shitting the house out. Yeah. Science is so cool. Yeah. But just even thinking about that, like, oh, I can just have a 2000 square foot house is pretty, pretty solid. And, uh, just being able to be like, oh yeah, my house wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> like I'm moving into my house today and it was not here at all yesterday. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I can't wait. But also thinking about like, oh, cool. We're going to have houses on, on the moon and on Mars potentially soon. Okay, cool. Wild. Love it. So in video game news, um, Cyanide Studios yeah. released a trailer for uh, their n- new game called Call of Cthulhu. Um, this game, I don't know how directly inspired it is by the short story by hp lovecraft but you know call of cthulhu is the name of the story i don't know exactly it has to be like a hundred based on the trailer it looked to be a hundred percent the same yeah really it even said like the official yeah call of cthulhu game oh so i feel like this isn't just like inspired by i feel like you're gonna see motherfucking cthulhu yeah i mean yes anyway so it looks really really cool it looks really scary Mm mm-hmm you want to flap gums about Cthulhu? Because it seems it does like look, you want it does look, to. It does look a little bit creepier than a mug. I don't really like playing survival horror games, right. but I really like watching Let's Plays of survival right. horror games. Um, for me, it's not the game itself that's scary. Uh, it's just kind of like feeling like alone when I'm playing it. Right. Um, but I'll watch someone else play and not get scared. Yeah. As soon as I pick up the controller and I feel like abandoned <laughs> right. and scared it, and like a child. did say something about uh, like... As the game goes on, like your sanity is supposed to be like, you know, variable, right? Like eternal, so eternal darkness it just, shit. Yeah. It just everything in, in the game is questionable. You mm-hmm. don't know who to trust. You don't right. know like these moves that you've made previously are just like moot because you're actually going crazy. Right. Hell so yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool in that regard. It, it and even the trailer it feels like uh, the old Clive Barker games. Yeah. So Clive Barker, back in the day, like in the 90s and early 2000s, they shit out a ton of these like survival horror games, which were really, really neat. And especially for the time, had fantastic storytelling to them. But they were terrifying. Specifically, there was one called Clive Barker's Undying. I, I played it in like, two, or no, 1998, maybe, 99, like 2000. Uh, anyway, and it, um, it was fantastic. But it felt a lot like that trailer yeah. where it's like, you'd never know if you're 
if the character that you're playing in a first person perspective is actually seeing the things like these supernatural elements or if he's just going crazy. Yeah, uh, and I love that. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very scary. And it did a lot of like flickering lights and then suddenly like everything goes black and then like there's a thing. Yeah, there's a thing just right in front of you, like four inches in front of you and you just have to blast him or, or sometimes just run. I like that a lot. It's terrifying for me. Uh, I have nightmares about it, but I enjoy it at the time. Right. Weirdly. But yeah, uh, it's it's really neat. There, This is a fully fleshed out universe. H.P. Lovecraft wrote a hell of a lot of stories that are all based in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Eldritch, Eldritch Horror? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, th- he invented this whole pantheon of elder gods that are just... Cthulhu is one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of his stories, or most of them, the majority of H.P. Lovecraft stories, kind of revolve around madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very... Central theme. Yeah, that's a very prevalent theme in his stories. Uh, tentacles. There's oh, a lot yeah. of tentacles He's a big going tentacle on. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> huge tentacle guy. Um, primordial. Uh, does things. Cthulhu, the beast itself, does it like shape shift? So uh, Cthulhu in the actual mythology is supposed to be basically sleeping at the bottom of the ocean. Right. Mm-hmm. When he awakens and returns to the surface, it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. He comes stomping up out of the ocean and just the world is ended. Yeah. Okay. And everyone's just thrown into, like, fucking Eldritch Horror Nightmare, fucking Revelations Apocalypse Hell. Yeah. Uh, and all the all the, the horrible nightmare creatures come out of the fucking shadows, and everyone's just getting fucking squeezed. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, and so that that's kind of the cool thing. That's, like, kind of the difference between, like, normal, like, kaiju tropes and Cthulhu and, the, and that universe is that it's it's much less that you're worried about, like some monster coming in and stomping on you. You're much more worried about just going fucking insane and, uh, all sorts of shit just happen, uh, in this universe. And it's really, well, it's also like when Godzilla comes up out of the water, you're like, Oh no, he's going to get San Francisco and take the bridge out. Right. Right. But when Cthulhu wakes up, it's just the end of the world. Right. That, and that's why people go insane. Well, no, he just has like mystical properties that okay. drive you bonkers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he emits like a, a field and he has, like, it. worshipers and oh, yeah. Yeah. Cult, cults. Yeah, cultists and, like, me- like creatures and nightmares. And he does this all from the bottom of the ocean? Well, he doesn't he do sleeps. anything. He doesn't do shit. They, yeah. just, they just do it themselves because they're like, he's the he's the end-all be-all of, like, gods. He's, the, he's like, big king god of yeah. fuck mountains, so I'm just going to make a cult about it and, like, try and awaken him. Yeah. Like, they do Ugh. rituals and things to try and bring him, yeah. like, to the surface. Immunitizing the Eshetan. Yeah, that. If you will. But, um... Yeah, it's fucking dope. I, I I like it. I like I like H.P. Lovecraft stories uh, a little bit. And it's so funny because it's like <laughs> it's a scary that was that was really funny. It's funny because he didn't write that many stories, right? And most of them are fucking like short as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. But fucking pe- nerds oh, yeah. were like, ooh, they're like Cthulhu is like a huge subculture. Yeah, it, it, even now, like it, it just in its influences, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft stories are like too horror as a genre uh, like specifically like this kind of genre as like tolkien was to like fantasy mm. lore uh where like you know that's that's what you know uh, every single fantasy book has orcs and elves in it right 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 it's is, the same thing is uh mm-hmm. so like godzilla and pacific rim are they inspired by this no specifically because like Japanese culture has its own whole entire right. like kaiju uh. thing that isn't related to mm-hmm. H.P. Lovecraft and 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 Cthulhu, okay. right? 
it's just funny because the the story, even the whole world with all the different st- stories that take place in that universe, is n- zero content. But mm-hmm. there's like four, five, six board games. There's tabletop RPGs. Yeah. There's things that have been inspired by it, movies and TV shows and other books. And there's just like merch. You can just get like Cthulhu fucking plushies and like car stickers. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every, uh, yeah a huge subculture that has tons. It's basically like a full Star Wars sized IP Jesus. just based on people that fucking liked the short story and went fucking bonkers with yeah. it. Yeah. It really is. It's like, it's almost like just this tiny, tiny amount of actual content. But they really have, like Danny said, like they've expanded it yeah. into this enormous thing. Where for years, I knew the name Cthulhu uh-huh. and knew what it looked like, and had no fucking clue when I was younger, like seventh eighth grade, and I had no idea where it was from. I didn't know what the fuck it was, but I knew who it was and like the name of it because it came up all the time in like gamer circles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those. It's so big that most people don't even know what the fuck it is. Right. Uh, and and that's that's like that's just, really cool. I never knew that. Yeah, and there's an entire thing where kind of like Tolkien, I'll make another thing, like he he provided a lot of notes right. on on these like Eldritch Horrors and these these old ones. Even though if they were never in like an official book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I just pulled it up and like Cthulhu has like a fucking like lineage. Like he fully just has like... His father was like books glue flu. Yeah, nug, parent. <laughs> Shub, <laughs> niggerash. His dad's <laughs> name is Nug. But yeah, look at some of this fucking bullshit. Oh, Jesus. I don't that's want a, that. That's a dank Nug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool. And the dude was the dude was uh, just wild. Just his own. That dude was... H.P. Lovecraft was his own guy. Oh, yeah. So the game is set to come out on PC uh, first. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to come out on PlayStation and I think other consoles okay. later on. That's My awesome. question is, are they going to bring this shit to VR? Because that Ooh, would be probably, crazy. Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's probably where that's going. Yeah. Sounds Why like a nightmare. You? I mean, I, I think like at this point, like fucking seventy percent of VR content is survival horror games. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to that seems to be flour, flourishing there. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be pretty cool. Uh, check it out. So in movies, what was I going to talk about? Oh, shut What's up. that thing? The X Men movie? No, 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 Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so today, uh, officially Monday, mm-hmm. um, when we're recording this, they announced the name of Star Wars Episode Eight, which is the Last Jedi. <laughs> dun dun dun. Now we just want to fucking conject. Yes, we want to fucking speculate. Uh, Speculation. No, no breathing. <laughs> no. Um. What are we? What are we thinking? Well, so so first, I wanted, I wanted to bring up an important point that all of the other titles of Star War have always been yellow on black. Yep, every single one. And this one's red. Red on black. Ooh. The first is, one ever. Yep. So I feel like that was intentional. That that's meaningful. Let us let's get a couple of things out of the way before mm-hmm. we get into just wild conjecture. Oh yeah. So first, I wanted to say that um, like earlier this month or maybe last month, Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson did an interview where he said that this movie will focus heavily on Luke. Okay. Um, two, we have no idea what Jedi refers to in this, in right. this three, uh, Carrie Fisher finished all of her shooting for episode eight before she died. And they have said that they are not going to do anything with her in right. episode nine. Right. So, Oh, all that out of the way. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this movie going to be about? <laughs> yeah. So, so who all is going to die. Yeah. So first and foremost, uh, and, and uh, a couple of people I saw online brought up a good point that Jedi 
is both singular and plural. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it could refer to the Jedi coming back. It could refer to maybe a winnowing down of an already almost uh, non-existent people. I think that's I think that's what's going to happen. So there's been a theory for a very long time, and it's never been confirmed, as far as I know, that the title of every Star Wars movie actually refers to something that happens at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and that basically there's almost always or always a like a red herring that you think it refers to something at the beginning of the right. movie, right? Like you think that Darth Maul is the Phantom Menace, exactly. But you actually find out that it's Palpatine, right? Or or maybe even like the. Uh, the Trade Federation right, right, would right. be the Phantom Menace, and then it turns out that it is Palpatine, and that the Sith are back. Yeah, and uh, it, Return of the Jedi, m- most people would think that it's referring to Luke or something along those lines, but it's actually referring, referring to, to Anakin. Yeah, becoming a back. good guy at the end of the movie. Yeah, so I think that this is the case, and I think that this means that Luke is going to die. Oh. So Obi-Wan originally trained Luke, and then he died. Right. And then... Luke had to go to Yoda, and then Yoda died. And then now, Rey is going to Luke, and I feel like he's going to begin her training, and then he is going to die. Are they going to be that obvious? Well, just seeing how much the uh, Force Awakens kind of channeled uh, the original movies, and especially like A New Hope, I I wouldn't even be mad about it. No, I I mean, I think it'll be great regardless. It's just like... I don't know. It's almost like the theory of uh, Ray being Luke's daughter. Like, come on. You have to be a better storyteller than that. Here's the thing. Ryan Johnson Mm -hmm. is a goddamn incredible storyteller. In fact, I would say that's his strongest asset. Mm -hmm. He also loves creative storytelling, and he loves twists. Mm -hmm. If you've seen Brick and the Brothers Bloom and Looper, he does a lot of weird... Yeah, that's true. Twisty, kind of like red herring, misleading shit, and he loves it. That's like his favorite <laughs> and thing. And he's phenomenal. He basically at it. writes mysteries. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't necessarily think that Luke is going to die mm-hmm. in this movie. Right. I think that Leia's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I don't know. Do you I don't think know. that? Okay, so do you think that they have they wrote it in the script that Leia dies? And then, like, that just happened? Or do you think that it's going to be, I like... I think she a- was already scripted to die in the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. That's my that's my thought on the movie. Because, yeah. I mean, alternatively, that would... <clears throat> sorry. That would be kind of sucky if, you know, Carrie Fisher's in the movie and then in the next movie she's just, like, died off screen. Well, I, I mean, I it think- wouldn't be the first time that there was important... Uh- characters taken out of star wars due to off-screen deaths yeah so, i mean like it would actually be like the fourth time yeah so it's not but the thing is is that i really think that that was already the thing i wow. think she's gonna die and i think that the last jedi is gonna refer more to him being alone in the galaxy because mm-hmm. his twin sister died than, oh yeah, yeah than him dying and ray being the last jedi yeah i mean it, i i definitely don't think that it has to happen uh i just i'm just conjecting off of kind of what I mean, it's pure conjecture. I'm just, I'm just trying to go with what, how I feel they're going to take the story, and I think that they like the idea of people having to forge their own path and mm-hmm. not being guided, at, or I'm sorry, guided instead of just like taken under someone's wing permanently and like training them up fully. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's just crazy talk for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I like the idea of Luke having like a heroic sacrifice, and then. L- like Ray having to like finish her own training, mm-hmm. which 
kind of it, it harkens back to Luke. But I would like the idea of Luke not being able to do it because I don't know. I feel like Luke didn't complete his training. What if? What if? So this is actually what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. What if Luke was never a Jedi? That's what. I, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, what? I don't think he was. Yeah, because elaborate. Well, he wasn't trained at a Jedi temple. Right. He wasn't trained really by a Jedi at any point. He was trained by two old, like, mm-hmm. um, what's the word I'm looking for when you're in hiding? Uh, exiled. Yeah, two old exiled former Jedi. And he did, they didn't even really train him. Right. At really at all. He had, like, tiny amounts of training. He just had a lot of talent. Um, and then the only evidence of the Jedi word ever even being used is in The Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. which more than likely referred to Anakin, who was a Jedi. Does he officially. never do anything, like, with the Force? No, no, no. You, don't, you can have the Force and not be a Jedi. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. He, a la Leia. Right. Okay. I mean, so Luke calls himself a Jedi. At, in Return of the Jedi. Like, he says it, but, like, that doesn't mean he is one. Yeah, he doesn't know shit. Yeah. And, in fact, like, the whole point of being a Jedi is, like, disconnecting and disassociating with your emotions, which Luke never fucking did. <laughs> um, so, I and, and, and we saw it. We saw it at the end of, of Force Awakens. Like, he's in hiding, self-imposed exile, in the middle of fucking nowhere. And, like, if anything, he, like, ran away. So then, in that regard, Rey is the last Jedi? I like the idea that it is Snoke. That's my that's my yeah. favorite theory. Damn. Because that would be the red herring. Yeah. That we all think that the last Jedi is Luke, but then it's not. Yeah. Um because he's not actually Jedi. Right. Also, what if what if Luke goes dark side in the movie? And oh. that's why the, and that's why the words are red. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because lightsaber's red. What is the you were telling me this the other day. What is the so the Sith Lord has mm-hmm. the What's his, like, second name? Uh, it's just his apprentice. So what if he's Snoke's apprentice? Because Snoke is the Sith Lord, right? We don't know. Not necessarily. Oh. So the Sith is a, is not just, like, I thought that a dark Ky- Jedi. Kylo Ren was trying to be S- Snoke's apprentice because he was I mean, trying he, to be a he Sith. He is. He is Snoke's apprentice, but that doesn't mean that they're Sith. Oh, okay. Sith are their own thing. You yeah. can. We don't even really necessarily know. We don't know anything about Snoke. Right. He could just be a dude. He, right. he might not have force powers. Yeah. Right. He might just like be like a keeper of a holocron he or something. He might just have machinations. Yeah. Like he could just be like a dude. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to like control the empire. But and I have like the technology. He might just be like some like grand moff or something that's retired. Mm-hmm. He's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. He, yeah. He could be anything. All we know is that Kylo Ren wants to be a Sith Lord. Right. But, but he isn't. Yeah. He's definitely not. And he's <laughs> he's, you know. He's failing in his own path. I feel like Luke has, has failed in his path, which I feel like is fantastic storytelling. I, I, I think that that is like the coolest way that it could go, is Luke just being like, I'm a failure. All we know is that Luke tried to train some new Jedi, and it failed. And so he, he got upset, and he left. Kylo Ren was one of them. Here, I, here's my thing. I don't want... I, th- I think that Luke will stay alive mm-hmm. long enough to suffer more. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Personally. If I'm thinking about the the flow of episode eight and nine, and everything that he's gone through, and mm-hmm. how like tragic his fucking history is, right? I'm thinking that he stays alive to see his sister die and suffer. That's what yeah. I think. And then maybe maybe turn, yeah, because of that. Yeah. Dang. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I could see something like that. Maybe like a Jason style turn. Yeah. And then that's another way they could slurp more bullshit from the EU and put yeah, it in. I fucking do it because <laughs> they do. They keep doing it. Yeah, they do. Kyber Does crystals he go bad in the EU. Well, he doesn't. Well. 
he doesn't necessarily go he doesn't become like a Sith Lord, but he definitely has like a story arc of being less than light sided as a Yeah. Oh, okay. Sort of like in his beliefs. Mm-hmm. He becomes more kind of like jaded. Yeah. Luke well Luke was falling <laughs> and he become oh, oh you hush. No <laughs> Luke was falling in Return of the Jedi. That's why he fully shows up with like a black suit on. That was intentional. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, that that's storytelling within within Return of the Jedi that you're like, is he Darth Vader now? Right. Like, is he like trying to be like Darth Vader? Right. Is he trying to replace Darth Vader and kill him and be the new mm-hmm. apprentice? And and like in which I know that these not don't necessarily exist anymore, but like in the EU books, it actually spells out that he did like tap into the dark side in Empire Strikes Back and furthermore in uh, Return of the Jedi and he almost falls and then later on in the books he does fully fall for a little bit and then he comes back mm. um, but yeah he, he once you've ever used the dark side like it, it's addicting it's addictive yeah. and so it, it makes it very difficult for you to not do it further yeah. and Luke was very bad at that because like Anakin Luke is very attached to his feelings mm. so uh, but it would it would Especially follow the theme of how much they're echoing the original trilogy. Exactly, yeah. If he were to fall and then, you know, kind of have, like, his dying moment return right. at the end of the third yeah, one. Yeah, and that would be incredible. Yeah, man, I, I can't wait. Because what does is, what is Leia dying do to him? Yeah. As, like, twins who were, like, the most powerful Force users, mm-hmm. arguably, of all time, right. who are connected, you know, and you haven't seen her, and she's gone through all this shit, and you've just, like, been in a cave... Like, what does that do to him when right. she dies? And he's just been sitting there with his own thoughts of his failures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I hope that that is really played up in the movie because I think that that is very important. He did just leave. Like, they have a, a war going on yeah. still, like, and he just of, chose to leave. Think about the, what, what that means. Like, think about how bad the situation with Kylo, mm-hmm. or with Ben, rather, right. like, turning and destroying whatever happened with the students. Mm-hmm. Think about how bad that had to have been for yeah. Luke fucking Skywalker mm-hmm. no to kidding. like just leave. So do you think that Snoke will be the villain of this one and then Luke will be the villain of the third one? I don't really know if Snoke is ever actually going to be the villain. So, well, I mean, maybe like Snoke and Kylo Ren? No? I think Kylo Ren will be the villain of the entire series. Oh. And I, maybe have a heel face turn at the end. That's what I was going to say. You don't he think might. he's going to have a turn? I think that would be too on the nose. That's what I was going to say. That's ah. that's too easy, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I, I think that he just stays a crybaby and dies. Yeah, I, a lot of people <laughs> want that. A lot of there's even people like on, on I've seen on the internet a lot a lot of people that like believe that this theory that Kylo Ren is actually like a good Jedi that's trying to like fake being a bad Jedi like like a bad guy a to like get close to Snoke. Yeah, I don't believe it. I think he does truly desperately want to be the next Darth Vader. But he does he's he does have goodness yeah. and he's struggling with it and it's fucking him up. A la kind of what happened with Anakin. It just took a lot longer for it to happen to Anakin. Right. Um but yeah, I uh I could I could see it happening. I could see uh Luke dying, I could see him not dying, I could see him falling. Um I could definitely see him being a failure. And uh I I think that that's the one that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I think and the, like, yeah, I, I think that he might just be like, I was never a Jedi. Maybe. Dang. And, but, and then I would love for that to happen. And then Ray be like, well, no, now I'm going to actually do it. That's what I want to happen. That's the storytelling element that I want to happen is that Luke is like, I was I never able. I can't make you anything. Yeah. And then she just goes and figures it out on her own. Yeah, because that was a, the biggest theme for me with her character in, in uh, Force Awakens is that her self-reliance. Right. 
she doesn't need anyone else. In fact, like at the end, they pull a trick where like you think Finn is going to save her and then he just gets fucked up. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay. Well, I got myself here. Yeah. And she doesn't need Ben there telling no. her how to do it. She doesn't need Yoda coming in telling her how to do it. She doesn't need Luke there. She finds something within herself and then battles a goddamn basically Sith Lord. <laughs> like, like he's not all the, all the way there, but like he's been training his entire right, life. Right. He has way more combat training than her, way more force training than her, and is also a fucking Skywalker, effectively. To be fair, though, he did just eat a fucking yeah, bowcaster yeah, shot. He did, he, yeah, yeah. So she she had that on her side, definitely. Which they, they fucking Chekhov's gun that earlier in the movie by showing Han Solo blowing up Stormtroopers yep. with that fucker, and then he just ate it. Yeah. So th- definitely, definitely she had a handicap. But even still, even with that handicap, like, he's still a monster. Right. He's, he was still powerful as fuck. Yeah. On and, paper, she should have gotten her ass kicked. Yeah, and she did something that possibly Luke couldn't even have done in that same situation right. when he was at, at at least at her level. Darth Vader could have just killed Luke in Empire Strikes Back, and he chose not to. What about this? What if The Last Jedi mm-hmm. is the only time that the word has been repeated in the title? Mm-hmm. What if The Last Jedi is still referring to Anakin? Oh. <gasps> Like what you if were he, talking about that recently. What if he is he? just the last Jedi? Jeez. Oh like, man. Because Luke wasn't, and Ray can't really right. be because the Jedi Order is dead. Right. Jeez. So, I don't know if I want to get into this because this might take a lot of what. Just, let's I just, just want to know, like, is that is Jedi? You're not like born a Jedi. You no. have to like go it's through like a formal process to yes. become yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. It would be like You're saying born like... born with force sensitivity. Yes. You remember in uh, The Force Awakens when they're going through that whole shtick about like, we found these kids and made them stormtroopers and kidnapped them and raised them to shoot. Yeah. It's the same damn fucking yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. Jedi Order is like, oh, we found some kid who's force sensitive. We take them from their parents yeah. and raise them in the Jedi Temple to be Jedi. Yeah. Okay. You can't just make yourself a Jedi. Okay. Now, I, if you found a holocron, you could actually have formal training and do that. But, but that's risky because you almost certainly are actually being trained by a Sith Lord and you don't know it. <laughs> and then you become the main bad guy. Yeah. But also, getting hearkening back to what you just said, Anakin, and this is what she was saying, like I said the other day, Anakin was shown as a Force ghost. They even d- put the effort in to actually like shop out the original actor and actually put Hayden Christensen in in the uh-huh. in the redu- in the remakes. And then there were rumors that he was doing some sort of shooting for Sylvie. <gasps> So he could. Oh, are you so upset? No, but okay. he could just show up. He has talked about like wanting to redeem himself. It wasn't. It wasn't in regard to Star Wars at mm-hmm. all. But His I career. wouldn't be surprised if yeah, if like Ryan Johnson hit him up and he's like, hey. Yeah, I would love. I would love for it to happen. Specifically, I would love for like Kylo to be like, all right, Vader, uh, I'm just going to channel you, and then Anakin just show up and be like, shut oh, the no, fuck I'm gonna train up, Ray. Yeah, I would. I would love. Wait, wait. what if that's it? That what if Luke is like, I can't because I'm a failure and a scumbag, and then Anakin shows up and is like, I'll fucking train you. I'm the last Jedi. Oh, my God. Uh, that would be fucking that would be dope. so cool. And that would also make sense because possibly he couldn't train Luke because Luke was too emotionally attached to yeah. being his father. But Ray doesn't have any of that. I didn't yeah. know that there were rumors that he was like on set. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. What? This was like a year ago. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Then, Dang. yeah, I, I feel like that's, I feel like there's some credence. 
Clearwater Revival. Oh, that. yeah, Revival of the fucking Force Ghost. But I would love for that. I, I was saying that, like, in the last movie. I was like, Anakin was a ghost. He, he still exists. Yeah. He's still alive. And that's totally something that Ryan Johnson would do. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Anakin, that would be yeah, amazing. Anakin totally could show up and be like, hey, I'm actually a good guy. Kylo, quit. Or <laughs> And or, hey, Ray, let me show you how to, how to do this. Damn. That's what I want to happen. I But again... I just I like the idea of her not just getting trained up by Luke and like I I just don't like that I think it cheapens it versus her being like I just did this on my own. So this is real wild mm-hmm. and this would probably never happen. But what if the final movie is Ray trained by Anakin's ghost mm-hmm. and Kylo trained by a fallen Luke? Oh jeez! Whoa. I don't think that's too far-fetched. Because he falls because yeah. Leia dies. Ooh. I feel like your far-fetched theories are generally yeah. like pretty on I point. think that'd be rad as fuck. Yeah. Actually, and it would be such a huge turn. Oh, yeah. Of like, like no one would really be expecting that. Because no. they're expecting only, everyone. Only they're the expecting nerdiest the exact of nerdy yeah. Star Wars geeks would say that. Yeah. And also the kings of predicting movies and TV. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. true. This is basically like a spoilery podcast. <laughs> because in pants, don't one listen. of these theories is going to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Fuck yeah. Well, I think that's enough conject at this point. Oh yeah. God damn. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Now I'm just going to lose my mind. You've got about an this. 11 month wait. Yeah. You realize that's this year. Long. Yeah. 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 It's going to be fantastic. God damn it. And then, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Han Solo comes out in May of next yeah, year. Yeah, fuck yeah. So I'm it's pumped. basically a year away. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Well, that's episode 61, people. Hell yeah. Bye. A good one. See you next time.